Oh, whoops. That's not the right intro. Are you, are you sure? It's pretty, pretty groovy. There you go. my mic so I don't bend forward I realize that just adjusted itself let me try it. I mean it looks like it changed its volume I don't know what, what you just recorded or I mean what you the music you just played the, the, yeah yeah oh sounds like uh volumes on the top of these effects and they're all turned really low they're like uh maybe a fifth of the volume i don't know why that is i don't know why they've got all the sound effects at a fifth of the, i guess i don't know i don't know how it comes across also i lost you i don't know if you muted your mic yeah. you unplugged? i did totally oh. mute my mic i'm trying to find okay. uh i'm trying to find a height that i'm comfortable with because i'm sick of this mic is the way it sits on my desk is it makes me kind of hunch forward to get close to the uh, actual microphone. So I'm trying something here so I don't have to do that. All right. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. I mean, I asked you, I go, hey, you ready to record? And you're all like, yeah, I'm ready to record. Look, man, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to think of things while I'm sitting here. Also, you're very loud. You're I loud. don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm noticing I'm pegging out there a lot. I don't really understand that. Do you want me to turn my microphone down, or you, you can? I mean, is there a volume on the on the mic itself? Uh, actually, mm, I think so. Uh, that's pattern. That's gain. That's maybe the gain volume. Can you turn down the gain a little bit? I don't know which way is. Well, that's definitely up. I think. Testing, testing, testing. Is that louder? Blah, 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 blah. Actually, I don't notice any difference whatsoever. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, this is fully maxed out one side. That seems like it's really pegging out. Let me go down the other way. Okay. That oh, there you go. Ah, there we go. Well, what? How about now? I'm talking. Oh, I'm animated. Ah, seems the same based on the. Well, sorry. The background sound toned down. Oh, okay. A lot. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Good to know. And you're Do good. I sound okay, though? I am turned all the yeah, way down sound, on gain. Okay. Yeah, you you sound fine. Okay. But am I still loud? Yeah, you're still, you're, you're still a little bit loud, but you're not as loud. I uh, don't think. Well, I guess that makes sense. You're fine. You're good. This is good. This is perfect. I could change this, though. What the fuck? Where's the volume for this? Why would you... God damn you, Windows 10. You have to go into, like, volume settings or something, or, like, 
volume mixer. Let me try that. Yep, that does not list my microphone. Awesome. Thanks, Windows. What do you got to change your playback? Or is it- Sound settings? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Input. Test your microphone. Why can you not? Device properties? There we go. Volume. Okay, how about now? Yeah, you're fine. You're way low now. Uh oh, way low. Okay, let me go in between what I just did. That's fine. That's fine. Just leave it. Just stop. Bring it up. How about now? Where are you doing your mic? Have you got your mic positioned? Everything is, yeah. No, I'm. I am good? actually ready. Asterisk. Okay. <laughs> here, here we go. I'm not cutting any of that stuff. This is we're just going to play the intro like three times throughout this episode, I guess. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to Outlandish Podcast, uh, episode 427. I'm your host Matt. With me, I have Justin. PlayStation. Jeremy's off on a trip. He's uh, in Florida. Family, family vacation. I had a coworker that was going to go to Florida and they, they was like, yeah, I guess that's canceled. And then he was like, but I mean like the rate there is less than here in Arkansas. So I mean like you'd probably be safer there. Is it? I thought here. Florida was like racking up the, I guess not per 100,000. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, based on the County he was going to or something, he was looking at the County, I guess. At least with the uh, Jeremy's family, they have a, an RV. Yeah, that I'm presuming they took. I was thinking, like, I mean, that you could like somebody was like, I can't go travel, and I was like, I mean, you could still travel, right? You could still drive, yeah, places, and you could still like, st- as long as you're s- isolating yourself and not like mingling, and you're wearing a mask, and I, I, th- I feel like there's an acceptable amount of like, risk that you can do. I agree entirely, especially at this point. I mean, we have seen enough data points that indicate that outdoor spaces are way safer. Um, wearing a mask is even like it's it's honestly embarrassing at this point. Um, how long we went not being like, hey, we should wear a mask because the data indicates how much that cuts down the chance of transmitting. Um just for example, like there was that massive March that Jennifer and I went to in Seattle and I don't want to be all anecdotally like, and I didn't get sick. So that means masks are good, but they have yet to trace any outbreaks back to that March where people were like walking together very close um, for a mile, right? Almost two miles. So anyway, all of that is to say, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I even thought about road tripping to my parents, uh, the problem is that that would take like four days to get there <laughs> comfortably. Um, but yeah, I agree. You hop out, you get you 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 get your you fill up on gas, you sanitize your hands. You know, I mean, 
using the bathroom is a little bit of risk, but you know, there are ways to mitigate. You can immediately wash. Yeah. Washing your hands. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, you know, you can can wear gloves too. It's all about like reducing the risk at this point. And I don't want to be all, you got to live your life. So, you know, I don't, I hesitate to even get close to the, the conservative, um, you know, Trump hard, like, I shouldn't have to wear a mask bullshit, but I do think that there are things that we can do safely. Like Jennifer and I are going camping this weekend. Granted, we're literally driving to like driving up to uh, not a campground, but you know, like a, a camping spot that is on its own and separate and isolated. But yeah. All right. Uh, so what's going on? What's going on with you, Matt? Uh, just watching a lot of stuff yeah. on, the, on, on the internet. Uh, on Netflix keep, or? Yeah. Uh, Hulu too. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Forget you're a, you're a, you're a Hulu guy. Uh, so I started watching Letterkenny. I've watched, uh, almost three seasons of that. Wow. It's really funny. It's is that it's, the show. I know it's Canadian. Is that the one where it's like a bunch of, uh, not a bunch, but like a group of young Canadians and like the scenes are, are, are almost like, uh, uh, fuck. Um, yeah, I can't even think of the show I was going to compare it to, but basically like every scene is them standing all facing the camera instead of yeah. grouped around and just kind of like saying their jokes at the camera kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't really, I mean, it does have like, they're doing stuff. Okay, I've never Dude, watched a full I mean, episode. Like, I've only seen clips on Reddit. But yeah, like that, the, the they would start off with something like they would be standing around talking and stuff. But then I was thinking of King of the Hill, by the way. Yeah, that's there you go. Yeah, the scenes where the guys group up and they just kind of yeah. all stand in a line facing out. But yeah, yeah. So I guess you're liking that one, huh? Is there character progression, or is it sort of one of those other? I mean, uh, yes. Okay. There's character progression, but it's very like the main character uh, is very hard to like n- see the character progression. Mm. Like it starts off the the show starts off with him having a breakup with oh, this girl right. named Angie. So and why then, is it called but, Letter Kenny? Can you tell me that that's, one? That's that's the location. That's the place. That's the name. Okay, of the town. It's a weird name for a town. All right, but still. <laughs> Well, apparently it's like Irish. Huh. It was founded off of, a, I mean, based on based on the show, this is what it said, that it was founded off of, uh, it was an Ir- Irish settlement. Letterkenny. Um, Letterkenny. I don't know. But yeah, I didn't even, I couldn't even, I, I honestly thought for like at least a season that they were maybe like down under or, uh, New Zealand or somewhere like I didn't I didn't know if they were Canadian or huh. any, I didn't know where they were located at. Mm. Okay. Because I mean I didn't the I don't know the accent isn't <laughs> you don't go oh, that's a Canadian accent. I mean I don't know. <laughs> it didn't I mean I don't know I couldn't tell if they were like in America like in like maybe like uh northern Wyoming or something you know uh, Yeah. So they're not Somewhere they're not there. dropping A's in a boots. So you're like, I don't know where the fuck these people are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, they're like, I mean, yeah, I've, you know, seeing Canadian stuff like that sometimes when I don't know it's Canadian, I'm like, okay, is this Canadian? I kind of feel like this is Canadian. This might be North Midwest. Is it Canadian? You know. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of stuff, because I mean, even our, even a lot of, you know, American stuff is shot in like Toronto or Quebec, you know, somewhere, Montreal. Uh, Well, I was going to say Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the the world is shot in Toronto, Toronto, right? Yeah, but of course it's also set in Toronto. Like it's a Canadian story, so it's not just yeah. shot there. No, uh, Vancouver, I believe, is used a lot for filming locations. Yeah, yeah, as like yeah. a as like a filming big city. And uh, I know, you know, there was like a a tear where I think Sci Fi, the Sci Fi Channel, was doing a lot of their shows out of Canada. They mm. or they were bringing in shows from Canada. Oh yeah, yeah, tons of shows that you would never have heard of if they didn't put them on sci-fi channel and whatnot. Like and I mean, vampire show. Oh, sorry, go that you used yeah, to watch. Yeah. Uh, with the hot oh man, that could be, I mean, that could be I'm several shows. I need to know all these. I'm shows. trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. I'm going to type in Canadian vampire show. What did I used to watch? Yeah, Canadian vampires. Van Helsing. I think that's a Canadian show. Lost girl. I only watched a little bit of Lost Girl. Maybe, maybe it's not Vampire. Maybe I've completely thrown you off because I'm not. I'm not a seeing zombie it. One? It was definitely supernatural. Like I think, I think the girl was a. Uh, a what is the what is the demon? The, a succubus. That's Lost Girl. Though. Okay, I only watched okay. like a few episodes of that. But okay, yeah, Lost Girl. She's a a succubus, and there's other succubuses and things. And Probably, I, I have to assume that the god no, the girl is a the main Canadian show was Continuum that I remember, and that was about time travel, right? And that's a, that's a really good show, although it gets a little sketchy towards the end. Hmm. Like the it's, it's like uh, I gotta tell you another show that's really good that never got picked up, and that's Sarah Chron- Sarah Connor Chronicles. That's an older one, a, a a spinoff from the Terminator universe, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it had a uh, what's her name in it that uh, played in the no, Game of Lena. Game of Game of Thrones woman, and uh, yeah, she's she also the bad Chad. guy in yep, Dread. So, but I thought she she did okay, and I thought the show the show really upticked towards the end. I think it got actually two seasons. I think it did. That feels right. Yeah. Wow, that's an old show. But it really, it really, it really turned itself up on the second season. It was really getting really good. It brought in uh, garbage singer. It brought in her. Shirley Manson. Weird. Yeah, she she played she played as a uh, like spoilers for this really old show. <laughs> uh, she you let you find out like that she's an actual liquid Terminator, one of the uh. liquid Terminators. And apparently there's like a resistance of Terminators against the other Terminators. Huh. Like, I don't, I mean, it got really like, it got really like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, it got really like weird. Like toward in the second season, kind of, I was like, I want to see the rest of this, but then it never got picked up. But it got really interesting. Um, anyways, Letter Kenny, I, I finished your Parasite. Uh, really good. 
Oh, you enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, I, you, you talked about the mom getting killed, but there is a, another character that gets killed a few episodes later. That surprised me even more. Um, the, uh, the girl. Oh, you're talking about the, uh, uh, the one with the glasses that like, ooh, no, wait, maybe she has no glasses. Way. It's been a while. Wait, I'm trying to think here. The girl. Oh, I'll the, just go ahead. The, and, I'll just go ahead and spoil oh, it. The spoil, one with just... the, uh, what was that? <laughs> the one with the baby? <laughs> no, the one with the special power that could sense. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 You just knew, she, man, you knew. Oh, really? Hmm. You knew she, because she kept doing stupid shit. She kept running up thinking everybody was everybody. So <laughs> you were just all like, this bitch is going to die. She's going <laughs> to run up to somebody. Well, you're not wrong because like the scene where she dies, she's like, oh, he's going to save me, you know, and then just blah. <laughs> she's like totally deluded at the end. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, it's. It's it. I liked it. Uh, it did not go the way I thought it was going to go, and it wraps up pretty good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure if it was popular enough, we would get another season. But I mean, it kind of wraps up okay. I mean, the ending is very open. Well, yeah. I mean, like, there's no, there's no finite. Like there's, you don't, no, you don't, there's no hard, like, yes, we definitely destroyed all the bad things, you know? Well, you don't even get an answer to, like, why. But like, I, where, yeah. where, you, get, you get, all you get throughout the season, throughout the show is just, like, nature? Hmm? Right. Yeah, like, nature? it hasn't, had as, it has an interesting, I mean, I, I got, I definitely got the sense that the creator, I, I assume it's based on a manga because, like, pretty much anime every anime is based on a manga. And I, I got the definite impression that the creator of the series is like, humans are bad. <laughs> we are fucking up the earth. We're no better than like animals hunting for prey. Um, yeah. Which was, well, you know, that's an interesting take. I never got like, I mean, it comes around towards the end where, but the opening thing he says is like a, a man or a person had a thought once had a thought or something like that. And like, it gets quoted later on at the, towards the end by like this, uh, this guy that you think is like a really, like the leader of all of them or something like that. Yeah. It gets quoted later on at the end. Um, and I was all like, is this alluding to like, maybe a scientist like created it or something? Like uh-huh. they had the thought and then they created it. I don't know. Oh. I, I, just, I don't know. It's just, if if you if you go into parasite if you're still listening to this and you're yeah we didn't you know you skipped over spoilers or something uh, if you go into this I don't I don't I don't think you're gonna be satisfied if you want an answer oh yeah yeah agreed um, I I didn't need to know where they came from I definitely think it's something they could explore in a sequel if they wanted to um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed the relationship between, you know, what's his face and the parasite. I can't even remember his name at this point. It's like, well, it's not, it would have been, it'd be, it'd be a Japanese name anyway. So it'd be really hard for you to, it would be that. more difficult for me to remember. Yes. You're, you're right about that. And it's, it's been a little while, but yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. 
Like I've watched three seasons of Letterkenny and I couldn't tell you but maybe one or two characters in that show. <laughs> yeah, I find that issue more as I get older. Uh and I try not to think about, you know, the old joke about old people watching something and being like, eh, was that the guy that did the thing earlier? What was his name? <laughs> yeah. Uh but uh let's see here. Uh what else do I have on my thing? Uh I watched that Birds of Prey movie. Oh, um, that's uh that's a Birds of Prey movie. Didn't care for. Uh, it. I mean, as a comic book adaptation, no. Oh yeah, no. It's they definitely did their own thing with that one. Like, it, like I don't like the I don't like any of the characters, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wasn't really fond of any of the characters. I think I like and like. uh uh, Canary. Well, I liked the young she Asian girl. A, uh, young Asian but, girl. Yeah, the one that the, didn't the really do anything. <laughs> yeah, it was just stealing stuff and like was no, always no, in no. trouble. I mean, she's a character in the movie. Um, yeah, that is true. I'm just saying, like she, she, she was just a normal person though. She has like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's like, maybe there's an origin story. Like this person becomes somebody later yeah, on. I don't in know. She, comics. I don't know. But uh, yeah, Black Canary. She used her ability once. Yeah, yeah. At the very towards the very end, this is and it the, made her like pass hey, out. She broke some wine glasses earlier in the movie. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, and that's it. She just broke like one or two glasses. She didn't break everything in the building. I don't yeah. know. Like, I I also I mean the the actress was very attractive, but uh-huh. um, I also was frustrated with that as someone who knew who she was it's like really we're gonna pull the old i'm just gonna do it the one time like i don't know yeah i I guess the idea is that she's kind of new to the whole gang game i guess but yeah like i just i mean as a as a harley quinn movie it fell flat for me It, it felt like well we're gonna you know harley quinn's popular so we're gonna give her a movie kind of but we also want to launch off these other characters but none of the other characters the you know traditional birds of prey cast uh none of them landed for me it is my least favorite um mary elizabeth winstead role i thought that she just did not fit that part at all i thought that and and i she can do comedy to me, it was a failure of the directing and writing of the movie that her like jokey bits just completely fell flat. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I mean, yeah. To me, that was the best character mm. out of out of all. Like she was the yeah. most action oriented. Yeah, and the most capable. I felt. Like. I mean, like yeah. I don't know Harley Quinn. I mean, trying. like I I feel like Harley Quinn. Uh, she like it, it was it was like always hit or miss of whether or not she was good at <laughs> having abilities like to defend yeah. herself. Yeah, no, I agree entirely. And it was like either e- pick one, either she is good at, at fighting, which she, sh- I mean, or she's a goofy dumbass, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I and I, I kind of don't for that reason. I don't really like the Joker. Honestly, as a as a villain, because he can't like Batman should not have problems right. against fighting Joker. Honestly, like, well, yeah, all the good Batman versus Joker stories are where either the Joker is not playing fair. Of course, he wouldn't or, you know, 
like I think back to the cartoon and pretty much the Joker would set up this thing that Batman had to deal with, but then it would end with, you know, Batman chasing the Joker. And, you know, when he would get him, he would just not beat the shit out of him, but like it was over, you know what I mean? Unless the Joker was able to pull out some acid flower or something, you know, they never, they never should get into fisticuffs, but that's, what's, you know, part of what makes him a good villain for Batman. And I mean, that's why I don't like Harley Quinn as like a character on like as like an action character, because mm-hmm. like she doesn't have that training, honestly. I mean, like her backstory is she she, you know, she was a uh, psychiatrist, right? A psychiatrist or a yes. psychologist. I don't know how to say those oh. either. Words. Uh, I'm not sure which one know. she was technically. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she worked with Joker and then like. I've got obsessed with them. And then right. I don't remember her like in the origin falling into the vat of stuff, but in this, I don't either. Was, I guess, uh, I guess then, that's something they did for the suicide squad. I didn't watch that movie. Yeah. And then, um, no, she, I, yeah, I guess that's how you can write off. She has like somewhat some abilities, I guess, I guess but I don't like that at all. Um, I never got the impression from the Joker that he got like spe- the only ability he got from falling in the vat is resistance to poison and toxins is, as far as i'm concerned you know he 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 uses the joker venom in it and never has to worry about being affected by it but otherwise like i never got the impression he had got any kind of powers from that and they don't give the impression that harley got any powers from it they don't have a scene where she gets punched really hard and just, just takes it or gets blown up and just you know comes out okay you know what i mean so there's just i would agree it's the kind of thing that i probably wouldn't care about if the movie and characters were like real good anyway but yeah like when she goes into the police precinct and like it's fun but i couldn't help thinking like really are these the worst cops in the world <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the cops we strive for in today's society <laughs> well i mean yes and no that's the problem i mean right? she was a white woman she was a karen basically walking in that's there. why that's <laughs> that's why even though she's like firing uh what was it rubber bullets i think um uh it was like a rubber bullet slash grenade kind of thing yeah they're like, like oh better not shoot her court. you know <laughs> she's white <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, they didn't draw their guns. Mary had walked in. She didn't ever made it to the front door. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah, that movie is just like, uh, just I. I thought I, it's it was. one of those movies I watched just because I, I I should see it because I'm a comic book fan. Like, yeah, that's, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I went to the it, theater and saw it. Yeah, we did. I mean, like, I didn't, I didn't come out of it being like, what a waste of time. Like, I, I had right. fun. I had enough fun that I didn't regret the movie, but ultimately it was utterly forgettable. It evaporated immediately. It was was cotton candy. It was a cotton candy movie. It evaporated immediately. And after a while you were like, oh, I shouldn't eat that. (laughs) (laughs) I ate too much cotton candy. (laughs) Two hours worth of eating of cotton candy is not good for you. Oh God. Uh, Let me see here. What else? What else I got on here? Uh, Playing World War Z. Really? Uh, I was like looking for something in my library and I was like, you know what? This is a shooter. Uh, free to play, right? Free to play, I guess at one point, or like I was able to get it on the Epic store. Oh. Uh, I saw it was in my library. So I don't know if I know, I, I'm pretty sure it became free to play. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'll load this up and I'll play it. So I've been playing that. Uh, there's just a horde mode. 
that's that's fun to do. Um, it, what I mean, what is the main mode of the game? I mean, it has like episodes and stuff like that. It's all. It's, I mean, it's Left for Dead. Okay. Basically. Okay. Okay. You're playing uh, character classes, and you have different zombie characters and level build outs and stuff like that. And you have episodes you can play through, but I just like to play just the horde mode, which is just ongoing waves of stuff. And you get to set up your defenses and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I enjoy that. Uh, it's, it's a fun mode. You can just jump into the queue and get loaded up with some other people, or you can solo queue if you want to and play with bots. Um, but it's a fun game. I'd recommend trying it out. It's free. Doesn't hurt. If you want to, if you want to play a first person shooter that, uh, or I guess it's not a third person shooter. Uh, it's over the, over the, Oh, shoulder. it's over the shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, huh. and I mean, it's fun. I like the exterminator class. I think the best I've only, I've really only played medic and exterminator really. Cause you gotta, uh, it's almost like call of duty esque. You've got to level up the characters and you unlock okay. abilities as you oh, level okay. up Okay. Uh, to like make your character better. Uh, and then you can, when I say Call of Duty, I mean, you can prestige oh, and okay. then start over and then, but you'll unlock, you unlock a new ability or some new thing that gotcha. once you, when you prestige, it's not, um, in other words, it's not just prestige. It's actually worth yeah, doing. It. Yeah. It's actually worth prestiging <laughs> to get other abilities and stuff. I mean, there are small abilities. Like the first prestige was just like, increase your health by 5%. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I, I was like, nothing. It was like, ah, no, I'm good. Like, yeah, right. was, it's only 30 levels. Uh, it, it probably take you, you know, a few hours to get that back, honestly, of playing. Uh, but just to having to lose all the abilities you accumulated right. and re unlock them again is kind yeah, of which is annoying. it's very it's archaic. What it is is it's it, they looked at the Call of Duty system and were like, oh, we'll let you prestige, and what they should have done is instead of taking all your abilities away, let you just continue to grind out and then every, you know, like make it a long time relatively. But then, you know, you can like, okay, get your 5% and then whatever the next upgrade is. And yeah, like just something to reward you for continuing to play a lot. But not like, hey, I want to lose all your abilities and start over. You do do earn currency and stuff like that to like, unlock new weapons and stuff like that and buy upgrades okay. for your weapons. Well, still. Um, but, but yeah, like I said, it's free to play. Uh, I recommend it. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's uh, really wild. You say free to play and I don't know really, I don't know why I, I never had this thought before, but it, it must be amazing to be a kid slash teenager <laughs> in 2020. There are, especially with the way the market has gone to so many games that you can play for free. The, the mobile market is, Filled with games you can play for free. Granted, in my opinion, they almost always suck if you're not paying. Hey, um, Art Nights is pretty fun, man. Yeah, not include not including the gacha games, but you know, there's a lot of games that you download and for free. Heck, and you can then, get PUBG, I think, right for free. Yeah, 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 and Fortnite, of course. Um, but yeah, then then like a level ends and they're like, hey, why don't you watch this ad? Uh, and I, I, I there have been several games in the last couple of years where I'll download it. I'll play a little bit. And as soon as it's like, hey, watch this ad or you can pay to skip it or something like that. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Delete, uninstall, you know, close, uninstall. Fuck you. 
or needless to say, there's not many mobile games I'm, I'm playing these days. But yeah, just like it really is amazing to be a kid or teenager. I can only imagine. Uh, of course, they don't realize that's just the world to them. Damn kids. Yeah. They don't know what it was like. Yeah, demos were about the best thing we could get. Yeah, when you had to like beg your parents to take you to Premier Video and <laughs> rent a game for the weekend. Yeah, had like five or six dollars a night or something like that. Yeah, and you know, you you might you might get a game for your birthday or Christmas or something. You didn't have they didn't have you know the super sales online where you could get a game that came out two years ago for five dollars and be like, Mom, it's five dollars. It came out at sixty. I don't even know what it's like for kids. I assume that's the kind of arguments they're doing. That's the kind of smart arguing you do with the with the parents negotiating. Fuck you, uh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to Mike Snow. Uh, I, I tweeted oh, out. Okay. Like, uh, uh, Genghis Khan. Video, Genghis Khan, yeah. I get a little bit Genghis Khan. <laughs> and I, when, I, when I watched that video, I had the thought like, so like in the video, it's basically a James Bond parody and it has the bad guy uh, about to do the laser on uh, James Bond's character, but then like uh, the uh, the Genghis Khan shows off. up and saves him in a dance off. <laughs> the, no, the uh, the the work clock goes off or whatever. You know, like and like everybody go home. And he's like, oh. ah, I gotta go home. So it's like the classic <laughs> Looney Tunes. We're gonna clock off being villains and bad guys yeah. and arch nemesis. Yeah. That's and fun. So he goes home to his like wife and two kids. The villain or James Bond? The villain. Okay. The villain. So he leaves James Bond there and he goes home to, and he's like, oh, okay. he has like this like dejected look of like, not happy. And then like, he's up in bed. Like he's not like, happy with his life. Yeah. And like, he's up in bed, like just thinking he can't go to sleep. And he's just thinking. And then all of a sudden he like rolls out of bed and he's back at work again. And he's all happy again. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah. And then he's about to like, he has the remote in his hand. He's about to kill him. But then he moves his thumb and it says release. And there's another button. So he hits the release button. And then the James Bond character is going to go walk, walk out, but then he stops and he can't help himself. And so he turns back around and he starts dancing. It's a dance thing too. <laughs> okay. And so they start dancing together and everything. And then it cuts to like them together. And it's, it's a, it replays the same scene you saw where he comes home, except it's the James Bond character. That's the wife. And so the woman that was the wife and James Bond is taking care of like the two, the two kids and, the villain guy's happy and then at the very end of the scene it shows like the wife looking at the screen of them two being happy and she's kind of like plotting vengeance i guess or something but i didn't understand i was like i was like (laughs) high concept (laughs) is the james bond character okay with him being a villain like Hmm. the james bond character was there to stop him yeah, and then like if they if they actually have a relationship, is he then like, does he try to talk the bad character into being a good guy? Mm. Does the bad guy switch over to like, and like, yeah. then this sent me down a well of like, what? Why are people evil anyways? Like, mm. like what? If if you amass, if you build like a super base and all this kind of, why? Are you, like, think of how much good you could be doing in the world instead of trying to rule one area or rule an area. You know, like. Well, and even if, yeah. even if you did rule an area, like what do, does that really do? You like how are you really that happy with being like? I mean, like because it it just I mean it really 
does it give you power over Joe Blow in the outskirts of wherever, or is it just really giving you power over the intermediate people within your grasp? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the president of the United States, he's the president of the United States, Yeah. but really he, I mean, like, I mean, he can't really see the impact he has on anything unless he goes out into the world. So like me and you, we can do whatever. The, I mean, like, I would be like, fuck the president of the United States. You know, we do whatever, you know, like, right. Only unless we get caught or like, you know, or we're in the eye and his, in his eyes do we get seen. So his, his rule over us is only what we allow it. So that's why I get, I don't know. It sent me down wow, like this. Got a very high like, concept thinking about this. Were you, have you, have you, have you been smoking the, the marijuana watching videos on? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like just to respond, like I, I definitely like a good villain is properly written with good motivations. So most villains don't think that they're villains, right? They think either, either, most of the time, they think that they can make the world a better place or they are insane and they don't realize how wrong it is. Um, or they really are just like, I want the most power. I want to be in control. And they don't even think about what like control and, and power looks like. I would love to, to see a story about a villain that has like, you know, because because like a really good villain is written so that you kind of see where they're coming from. Like I'm thinking of, I wish I could think of an example, but like a villain that's like humans are a blight on the planet. So I'm going to wipe out all the, all the humans or, uh, or I'm going to put them under lock and key. Or I'm going to, I'm going to pin them up like cattle because they're bad for the planet. So I'd love to see somebody like some clever writer, write a story about, okay, what happens if that happens? Let's, let's get past the, the heroes failing and, write a story about a villain quote unquote, like trying to put their plan into action. I think there's some really interesting storytelling beats someone could do there. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of those. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, there are definitely stories about, what about unbreakable. Like Mr. Glass, like, do you feel like his character as a villain was well-written because of his objectives? Like he, he was, wanting to find the exact opposite of himself that would help the world. I like that movie a lot, but I think he, that is a villain that's written as insane and ha and does not realize it because he sacrificed people to find, he, he so believed that he was a comic book villain that he was sacrificing people trying to trying to root out a comic book hero. And even at the end of the movie, he's not like trying to beat Bruce Willis's character. He wants Bruce Willis to see who he is, which is like a superhero, which of course, you know, it, it ends up making him insane because he's like, Oh, I'm going to kill, keep killing all these people to find this guy. And so that's just an example of like a villain who's insane. And I, I never saw glass, so I don't know if they get into more about him or, you know, what he's like after that. Um, I was going to say, you're right that there are some stories that are the villains of one, because there's so many stories about uh, a big, bad empire and our heroes, you know, find a way to start fighting back. Like the hunger games, you know, whoever the, what is it? Uh, trying to think of, fucking 
Capital? Sutherland. Elder Elder Sutherland. Isn't he the bad guy in that movie? Like the president or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Kiefer's the son. Uh, Donald. So Donald Sutherland, you know, he's kind of the villain that won in that universe. So I guess those stories are kind of written, but... Or even fucking Star Wars, right? You know, from our perspective, in the in the original Star Wars, Darth Vader and and the Emperor are the villains that won in that universe, and we start our story with. But but that's a story about heroes under there, and I'm interested in like the pathos of a villain trying to make their plan work. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Just musing based on what you were talking about. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's all I got for what I've been doing. Okay. I can go uh, into some 3.5 if you want me to, but. Well, no, I mean, I mean, I, I, I do absolutely have, uh, uh, a game to talk about. Like most of what's been consuming me. I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, oh God, I don't know. What is this? Is that just cause that's all I've been tweeting about? <laughs> is that that voice? It has consumed me. It's just, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, like, I, I was, I was, I saw, I saw your tweets, uh-huh. and I, I think I saw another tweet that was talking about like how they want to make games longer or something like that. And I was like thinking with with you talking about Last of Us Two and thinking about like I don't know if I can actually sit down and play those games anymore. Like for some odd reason, I can sit down and play a first-person shooter game for thirty or forty hours. <laughs> yeah, but but a story that I have to progressively work towards to get a resolution, for some odd reason in my brain, just does not want to sit down and like hmm. try to do that for for that long amount of time. Yeah, like I would rather have you know like a three to four hour game that I can just play in like a, a night or two. And be done with it, then have to come, you know, play it over a week, two weeks, whatever to get like that's why, like RPGs and stuff like that, I would never probably get into RPGs, you know, to because of how much character development, I'm, I'm having battles and stuff you got to do to level up and all that kind of stuff, just to get to the story. Um, but from what I saw, you, you really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, just to just to respond to what you were saying, I definitely I, I see where you're coming from because I have issues like committing to a TV, sh- like getting into a TV show, or it's kind of funny because like we both have this issue, but for for different mediums, and we have no problem in the other medium. That well, this is really hard to say. What I'm saying is that um, I have that issue getting into TV shows and movies these days, but. Like Critical Role is something I can sit and watch in little like bite-sized chunks. And because I can turn it off anytime and like pick it back up and don't feel like I'm missing anything, it's something I feel like I can consume in that way. But like jumping into a television show that has seven seasons, it just feels so daunting and like, like a commitment. So it's kind of interesting because you you clearly don't have that issue with TV shows. You have it with video games. And meanwhile, you know, I have that issue with TV shows, but not with video games. So that that's interesting. I think I think it just speaks to you like TV shows more, and I like video games more. Yeah, because I could I I'll tell you I will probably watch The Last of Us too. Yeah, and I think you should because I know you watched the first game. I don't know how much you liked it, but um, uh, you know, I mean, there was. 
was okay. I mean, I don't know if if I got as much. That's the problem is when you're watching something rather than playing it, you don't really get that much connection to it. Yeah. Yeah. So like me like spending time and like, cause, cause there's a lot of, there can be a lot of development too outside of cutscenes. Like, Oh yeah, for sure. If you're not watching the cut, if you're just watching cutscenes, yeah, no, that's not going to, that's not going to do it. I think it was you that tweeted the picture of the, the D and D setup or whatever. Uh huh. Yeah. And like, I mean, so like, I probably wouldn't see that in a cut, in, you know, in a yeah. walkthrough. No, yeah. Well, I mean, you would see it in a in a let's play, like if you were going to watch that start to finish. But I'm not kidding that if it's a good um, walkthrough let's play of the game that that hits like picks up all the letters and and reads all the letters and goes into every room. That's probably a 35 hour set of videos. It's a long game. It is by far the longest narrative-driven game I have ever played. Not including, like, RPGs, which are narrative-driven. But, you know, RPGs have a lot of grind in them. They're open world, usually, mostly. Um, and this game is, is so so surprisingly long and, and, and just thick. It's dense. It's not just long because you spend a lot of time running around in air in like repeat areas. Like it, it, it kind of boggles my mind, the number of environments and like richly detailed environments they have in this game. The, this is the, just the most polished. I want to use the word Epic in the classic term, but not in, not in the like gamer Epic, you know, way like it is an Epic game. It is, it is massive. Um, so yeah, it's long and they're and like a common complaint about the game is a lot of people felt like it went on too long. I didn't. But that was because I was so engaged. But yeah, this this is the game if it weren't for the fact that the PlayStation 5 were about to come out, I would say that this game alone is worth owning a PlayStation 4 for. I uh, I think it is a masterpiece. You can always you can always say it's worth owning a PlayStation 5 for. Yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. Is like ultimately, I would say wait, get a PlayStation Five, or you know, like if the PlayStation Four Pros go on sale afterwards after the launch of the PS Five, which they probably will, it would be worth getting or getting a used one. Just my point is, is I think that anybody, every gamer, should play this game. Now, I don't think that every gamer is going to like this game. Uh, there's there's a big divide in this game between people across a few different lines. Um, I don't think every person's going to like the story. In fact, like I don't want to. It's difficult, Matt, because you and I know each other. So if I say I don't think you're going to like the story, that kind of implies a few things. It doesn't. Well, I mean, you could have, you could have said that about the first one, probably. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But what I'll, I just what I mean is it's not it's not a happy story that's for sure. Um, oh, no, it's. I mean it is, the, the universe itself is pretty pretty right, dark, right? And it really gets into that. It's also it doesn't it it goes in a direction that su- would surprise most people and could you know has put people off. So the thing is that the the 
the loose outline for the story and lots of lots of the big beats, lots of the big story beats got leaked. I want to say like two months ago, um, three months ago, maybe. And I remember because, of course, you know, I didn't want to be spoiled, so I didn't look at the leaks, but I saw the reactions and people were like very unhappy. I was very surprised, at least on um, there's a there's a sub a subreddit called R Games. Not the gaming subreddit, because that is so big and full of nonsense that it's not very good for... I mean, I don't even think they do discussion threads there, but um, just people, like, talking... I, I, I was curious what the reactions were, and people were like, oh, man, I'm glad I, you know, I'm canceling my pre-order. I'm glad I knew about this. And I was like, wow, what the fuck? Now, um, then the reviews came out, and, you know, it was like 10 out of 10, and I was, I'd already decided I wanted to play it anyway. And I ended up absolutely loving the story. Um, again, it's not, it's not a simple story. It's not a straightforward story. And it's not a story where like if, what I would say is if you're the kind of person who in a sequel to a story, you were like, if I were to say like, what are you looking for in a sequel to a story about characters you like? You'd be like, Oh, I want to see, you know, those characters do stuff and like, have a good time. I want to see like good times happen, happen to my characters and yeah, bad stuff's going to happen. Cause you got to have conflict, but ultimately in the end, the heroes win, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a story like that. It is, it is complicated. It does some, it does something I've never seen in a video game before. As far as like, um, playable characters, it, it jumps around a lot in a very interesting way. It, it goes on and on, uh, it, it, there are there were like ten times where I was like, okay, the game ends now. You know, they they would fade, they would not fade to black. They would cut to black, and I would be like, okay, here's the credits, and then they would continue on, and then I would say, okay, now credits, and then it would continue on, and that was jarring. But in the end, I re- I really like where it goes. Um, so the story alone is really good, in my opinion. The, these are the most like. <sighs> the characters in this game feel like real people to me. Um, just the way they were written. I've never seen characters in a video game feel so, so much like really well acted characters in a movie or a television show. And that, that's not just the way they were written. It's amazing. Like top notch voice acting. It's ridiculously good character animations. I think this game blows pretty much every other game out of the water as far as, um, character animation and just like just like detail the game is so rich with detail the little like things that characters do um, even when they're just standing around the, the, the way like backpacks look the, the the fact that they are regularly changing clothes this seems so weird to say but like I hear, I hear it has really good rope mechanics it has um, like it has this amazing rope mechanic that I've never seen in a video game before where you can like pick up rope and wind it up. And it's funny because Jennifer and I talked about this, you know, she's, she hasn't played near as many games as I have. So she doesn't have like the breadth of knowledge of things that you can and can't do and quote unquote can and can't do in video games due to like physics engine limitations. So, you know, it, it, it does, the way it d- handles rope is very naturalistic and it feels like, yeah, that's how rope would work, you know, but me having played like all these games, I was like, Oh my God, this rope is so cool because I've never seen such a good 
rope system in a, in a game and the way that you use it, you don't, I mean, you, I've never, you, you've never been able to use and, and create puzzles the way they create puzzles in this game. But even that is such a small part of this massive game. So, uh, you know, getting back to what I was saying about how you can't just watch cutscenes to get everything out of this game, because like every environment that, that the characters go into is like carefully crafted and you can see storylines in the environments you see you're you're like regularly reminded that that outbreak that the outbreak that took place in this case 14 years prior to the events happened in uh in october because like you'll find halloween decorations you know you'll you go into a a a costume shop that is full of halloween things you you you're, you'll come across a calendar and it's as it's set to october um so just like i eat that shit up i absolutely love rich detail in games so that's another thing i love about it the combat the actual playing of the game the animations for everything is just like so realistic and amazing but also like really horrifying it's the most (laughs) i said the other day to jennifer like this is the best murder simulator i've ever played uh which is so weird because like it's it's an awful game it's if you're easily affected by violence in in media in movies or television shows or video games you're going to have trouble with this game because when you're like facing off with human enemies you kill someone and you can hear one of the other ones like call out Valerie you know like <laughs> They, they're calling each other by name. They see you kill a person that they know and have a, like, a connection with. And they'll get mad about it and, and rush you. Um, they'll, the AI is, can be, if you crank it up, and I recommend like, going in and actually cranking up the, the AI in this game uh, to the max. They will flank you and they will use tactics against you that feel so realistic. But also when you run up and when you kill them... It just like the the again like the level of detail that they went that they put into us. There was a video I tweeted where I threw a Molotov at a group of enemies, and they're like flailing about realistically because they're on fucking fire. Um, and then uh, the one left over like goes around a corner, so I'm able to like run up and, and basically go under. It's it's on a roof, so it's like these these air units that are sitting up on these little like. I don't know, 12 inch tall platform. So I'm able to crawl underneath and the guy is like going around. He lost sight of me and Jennifer was watching and she was like, can you shoot from under there? So I had my shotgun out. So I shot at the guy's legs. So in most video games, you shoot an enemy in the, in the legs, they'll take damage. They'll, you'll see blood come out. But in this game, it blew his leg off because I was like five feet away and so he falls down and is like yelling realistically, like, ah, ah, you know, like clutching at, clutching towards his bloody stump before. Now, I mean, semi unrealistic, sort of unrealistically, he dies in about 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, I don't think that you would necessarily bleed out that fast. I don't know. I'm not, I've never blown anybody's leg off. Um, but just that kind of like detail, the fact that I could go prone and, and crawl underneath to hide from the guy, A, and then shoot at his leg and blow his leg off. Like when a bomb, you can make these little like trap bombs. When it goes off, like it, it, 
I mean, it doesn't completely blow the people apart, but like it often will like blow off their 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 legs or or like half their upper body, and it's really gory. Like, so when I say I think everybody should play it, you know, I mean, if you if you just can't deal with gore in games, it's not going to be a game for you. It's very it's very visceral the way, and like you stab somebody in the throat, and you'll hear them like 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 the guttural sound. So, but all of that just adds to the game. In my opinion, I, I'm, it, it, I don't want to make it sound like I'm some psychopath. that's like, yeah, it's really fun killing people in awful ways, but it just gives everything weight and gravity and, and just, just adds to the game and so many details. And then, you know, that's not even getting into all the action sequences that they craft and set up. There are just some, stunning roller coaster style action sequences that still involve interactions from you that are amazing. Um, the music's great. The, the letters you'll find, you'll, you, you'll find these letters all over the place that either people left before they died or left for each other. That fills out the storyline. Uh, I, I just, I cannot get over. Oh, and the graphics, man, Probably the best looking game I've ever seen, uh, particularly with lighting and reflections, which I'm a big, a big fan of. I like a good lighting system. I like, you know, realistic reflections. Just there's a Digital Foundries video about the graphics. Um, Digital Foundries is as they they look at they focus on looking at graphic engines and talking about them and looking at games and the way they do this, that, and the other. And um, anyway, I could just gush about this game on and on it's not perfect um i think that i will always say that tetris is the best video game ever made i think this is the second best video game ever made in my opinion just as a complete package best story best animations best detail anyway i think dr mario is the best oh i did forget about dr mario okay tetris Dr. Mario, The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. The complexities I, of whether or not to do the red side or the blue side. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's, yeah, the decision-making. The yellow. The anguish. Is in there. You know, and then it Maybe gets faster. Green. Yeah, and uh, so I beat the game and then immediately started over. Something else I wanted to talk about. Like I said, like, it's just, it's stunning the level of detail and polish and just work that went into this game, but the accessibility settings there, there's like videos online of people crying because they're disabled, whether they like, you know, like their arms don't work correctly or they're blind or deaf. Like there's, there's actually all kinds of settings I've never heard of in this game where you can play through it to where they made it accessible for a blind person to play this entire game, which is wild. Um, and how, like, how, what, how, how i know right like it's hard to and I'm, and I'm I'm curious when you do that does the screen go black i well i don't know i i suspect not because i suspect a lot of blind gamers like you know have a friend or roommate or you know significant other that they maybe they play games with that can kind of describe but like uh, this there was you, a person I'm, that, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry i'm sorry but could you imagine like i feel bad for the blind person but then on top of that, 
the significant other is the one that has to set through it as well and tell them everything. Like yeah, that's, that's, well, that's, that's, I tell you what, that, that's commitment right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, sure. especially they're like, Hey, I would like to play this 50 hour long game. Uh, <laughs> will, you, will you play that with me? Yeah. And, I mean, you're tying me to this too, you know, right? I mean, can we play like, <laughs> well, I'd like to, to think that the other, you know, they married someone who's also into video games. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, like I read a, there was a guy that posted to the uh, PS4 subreddit and said that was, I'm completely blind and I played through this game and they, he just wanted to talk about his experience. And so basically they add tones to loot, for example, because there's all kinds of loot that you have to pick up, uh, like bullets and, and, and bits and pieces to, to makeshift stuff. So like when you get closer to something the tone gets louder and you can hit a button to like ping it. Um, There's a mode or one of the modes that helps is so in the game, you can crouch and you can go prone and there's a lot of grass and ferns uh, that you can go prone into for stealth. And so there's a, cause I was looking at the accessibility options. There's a, there's an option to where if you go prone, no matter where you are, you're completely invisible to enemies, which of course you're like, oh, okay, uh, then that kind of break the game. But ultimately what it does, what it, this, this guy said that like what that allowed him to do was to be able to like go around an area to figure out where the enemies are and then, um, then he felt like he could like, a, a tackle the tackle the area with the enemies. You know, once they started moving, he kind of had an idea where they were, and and you know could kind of like tackle them at his own pace. I don't know. It's just very fascinating to me. Not just for accessibility, but there's like they have settings for like how much loot you might find, how difficult the AI is, how good your escort companions or how good your companions are. Uh, how much damage you take, so you can really tweak it. So now I'm playing through again, where I've amped up the the AI and how much damage I take to make it more realistic. Because one of the problems with the game is like, not problems. I mean, it's it's a video game. Is you can get shot a few times and you kind of j- get behind cover and use a health kit, and yep, you're good to go. You know, um, I wanted it to be like if an enemy got the drop on me, I was fucked. You know. So that's, that's, I'm, I'm replaying the game now and just like, just enjoying the combat all anew. Uh, anyway, like I said, I could just gush about that game for, for a long time. I do, I do highly recommend that every person play it. Um, and, and go into it. Like if you're one of the people that maybe read the leaks when they came out, just if you're one of those people that's like, I don't care about spoilers. And maybe you read the leaks and you're like, "Ugh, I really don't like what they did here because they they did they t- like I said they did they did something that could that could and pissed off a lot of people, um, and I think it's a real shame that if people read that and decided that they've written the game off because it's just a stunning stunning achievement of a of a video game and that's pretty much it's pretty much consumed my week that and now that I've beaten the game like listening to spoiler casts and watching videos of uh, interviews with the director and cast members. But yeah, I'll leave it there. Last of us part two, please play it. I, you know, you saying that makes me think 
what they should really do is uh, they should do commentary. Yeah, I agree. There are some games that have like director's commentary. Uh, like I would, I would love it if like when you're in a certain scene or something like that, it would pop up with like a little, you know, press this button or something like that to listen to commentary. That is exactly what they did for, I think portal, either portal one or portal two. I remember you, you could, there was a mode where you could run around and there was like a, literally a floating press play button in areas and you would just click on it. And then you'd hear, you know, like a, minute to five minute excerpt where they talked about designing something and i i agree this game above all others i would absolutely love i could see that happening but yeah director's commentary would be fucking great sorry my headphones keep going out for some odd reason oh that's annoying yeah well they're wireless and i need to they look like they're charged let me unplug it maybe something's happening i don't know all right. Uh, what else you got going? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I thought that there was. Anything you watched? Anything? I mean, any other just, game you played before that? Or? No, just constant frustration with America dealing with this fucking pandemic or not dealing with it. Like just seeing the chart. I don't know if the the chart that I, that sticks in my mind is like the last four months. And they lined up all these other major countries, including like Italy and the UK, where there were like serious outbreaks. And you see there, they get a spike and then it just slants off and our spikes and that does a little Golden Gate Bridge kind of, uh, it does a dip. And then everybody's like, I guess it's over. I'm sick of caring about this. And now, you know, we, we, we surpassed our original most number of new cases, uh, and it just, I've, I've never felt more embarrassed as an American. Yeah, I was, I was watching, uh, one of my like Tokyo videos or whatever, watching some guy travel. Uh-huh. And, uh, by the way, did you know that they built a train like two or three years ago that goes under the water to like another Island in Where? Japan? Oh, really? Yeah, like it, not, it got finished like yeah. in 2016, I think, or something like that. But they built it. it; it goes under under like the water in the ocean. And all I can think is like, I is like, how do you ensure that that that's okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like with it's like you know uh, what is uh, you'll see a lot of sci fi movies where they build basically a Tower of Babylon thing or something out into space. You know, uh-huh. from Earth. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've seen that, right? Where, or like, yeah. it's going well, straight down. Yeah. Like some, some concepts that aren't entirely goofy sci fi. Uh, the idea is that potentially in the future, probably long after we're dead, they will build these kind of ramp or elevators that go into space so that instead of having to like burn a bunch of jet fuel to get into out of the atmosphere, you would like take an elevator to get above the atmosphere. And then from there you would get into a vehicle and go to the moon or Mars or whatever. Yeah. Well, I just, I can't fathom that mm-hmm. with like yeah. tectonic plates moving and shit and earthquakes <laughs> and stuff. And like, just at, like weather patterns. Like how would you even be able, like I couldn't even fathom that. Yeah. And every time I see that, I'm all like, that's, I can't, I, that's not real. 
That could never happen. <laughs> like every time I see, I, 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 I've seen it like multiple in multiple like sci-fi movies where they've built this, you know, thing. Or I think it's uh, also in Old Man's War. I think they have it. It is but, in um, the the most recent Ace Combat game. They have a a launching ramp, basically that that gets like pushes uh, spaceships into space to get them out of the atmosphere. And it just it just doesn't make sense to me. But anyways, um, I will say sorry, just to like, oh, it oh. sounds like you just have heard of a tunnel running a train under the ocean. No, no, they, it exists. Oh, the guy okay. wrote it. This well, is a guy traveling. No, no, no. Yeah, no. What I mean is like the more popular example is they've done that under the uh, they under the uh, the channel between Britain and France. It's oh. called it's called the channel. I just, I which just is can't wild, right? Yeah, I love the idea that I can get on a train in London and get off the train in, in Paris. Yes, I mean, that'd be like uh, we built it. They, they would, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine them doing. It. We built a train from uh, California to Hawaii. Like, <laughs> right. Well, that's yeah, a lot further. You, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can be? see the coast between France and and Britain. <laughs> But hey, who knows? You know, <laughs> um, maybe in the future. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I was thinking, like, watching it. I was like thinking, I would like to go over there to Tokyo, to Japan, and but I would feel like I would feel horrible. Like I, I, I feel like I would be looked at as how Americans basically treat immigrants here. That's how I feel like after after what we've gone through this year. Or just, I guess, the past few years, what, what, the, with the, with the whole police stuff, coronavirus, uh, our handling of immigration policies, just uh, L, L, uh, LGBTQ stuff, just all of this stuff within our country, I feel like horrible about being an American because of that, like because of of our representation that we've made to everybody outside of our country. Like it just, I, I feel like if I was to go to Japan, like, like I would be disrespectful for visiting Japan. <laughs> well, I just, just to walk that back a little bit, you're not wrong. We have a lot of issues there. There are also like major world powers in what would be considered first world countries, including Japan that are, you know, they, they're modern and, and great in a lot of ways, but, you know, like um, socially, we are we are still at the forefront, even with issues with shitty people, people being shitty and homophobic and whatnot. Like Japan still has a lot of issues with women and even homophobia. Um, you know, we're not you know, we're not the worst. <laughs> and I mean, good Lord, look at what Russia and China uh, do as far as. You know, not you know, religious issues and also LGBT, LGBT issues. Uh, what else were we talking about? Just I was just you know just being just, downtrodden just, yeah. about the yeah. uh, coronavirus, and you know when I see things like Iceland is opening up uh, tourism again. But these 14 countries are, are not yet allowed. And of course, including us, because, yeah, we're a fucking hotspot now. Why would you <laughs> just, you know, things like that, that, that bum me out. But, you know, 
it sounds like the states that are having outbreaks, some of them are starting to come around on, you know, like the governor's actually saying, hey, maybe you should wear a fucking mask. So, I don't know. We'll see. I was, and, I was and thinking then, about... Oh, go ahead. I just one, because it... Uh, uh, since we're on the topic, Jennifer sent me a, uh, a, a message today about how uh, apparently I'll say, quote, NFL wants fans in stadium come September, but they may have to sign a COVID-19 waiver. <laughs> a waiver? And I hey, told what? her, yeah, like they want you, they want your money, of course, but they want to be like, oh, you might get COVID and we don't want to be responsible for it. And that well, just. I mean, like. <laughs> I don't even know how. I mean, are people si- are people suing other people for? I mean, like, if you go into a public area, yeah, that's on you. That's well, not on. That depends. Like theoretically, you could have, especially in civil, uh, civil, yeah, civil, civil court, you could have an angle. Like if a place says, "Yeah, we're taking every precaution. We're cleaning. We're doing all these things," you know, and you go, and it's not the way they said. And you get COVID. I mean, there are so many places that are like, yeah, we're we're requiring masks and we're cleaning things. And then you see these people be like, I was just on a pl- on a flight uh, where this guy was not wearing a mask and he was coughing the whole time. And the stewardess isn't, didn't do anything about it. You know, there's there's room. Just, there's there's liability there. Potential. I, I just couldn't. I, especially with a virus. I just could not imagine that honestly i just couldn't imagine a case i mean like because because you would have to prove that right you would have to prove that it was because of the nfl or because of the stadium like you you don't know i mean like it could have been like some guy at a urinal coughed over at him or you know like i mean like you can't prevent people from doing things to you if you go out into the public honestly i mean like for giving it giving you a virus you can do as much as you can to prevent it from happening but ultimately, I mean, you can't stop a person from like not wearing. I mean, like, I just don't. I guess if they force people to wear, I I just couldn't see how anybody outside the person who gave it to you being responsible for giving it to you. Honestly, I couldn't imagine me. Go, it'd be like, yeah, suing Starbucks because a customer spilled hot coffee on me. Like, it's just it yeah, doesn't make any know. sense to me. But I mean, the only, this the only thing living. would be as if they were like, it, it would entirely depend on any claims they were making. Like, like, no, yeah. You know, like if they were like strongly saying you will not get, you will not be exposed to the virus or, you know, you won't, I don't know. I, but that's the thing is like, I would never expect a business, especially something like that to like give up language that would make them so liable. I don't know. That's, that's it's an interesting question. I would, I, I kind of wish Jennifer was here because she could, give like a give a legal viewpoint um but ultimately it just makes me sad and makes me not want to watch the nfl if they're gonna try and be like we really want fans in the stadiums we want to put people at risk because we want their money i i really i, I really want football to come back but i mean i don't yeah. want it to be at the expense of anything well and it sucks too because you know, soccer is back up. I'm pretty sure most places are are in over you know over in yield Europe are doing soccer without fans right now. But we're you're still seeing like there are NFL 
players that are at training camp and and have popped up. I think is I think I heard Ezekiel Elliott got it, and you know NBA players that are that are getting it. So like it's really hard even to to do it and keep the players safe and the coaching staff and all the staff that it requires to run a team like that. You know, it starts to beg the question of how, you know, is it reasonable to do this? You look at um, movies and television shows that have put on pause all these projects because it's not safe. You know, at what point do they decide that they can do these things safely? But, can you even decide that? I don't, you know, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I ain't no epidemiologist. Um, yeah, I was thinking, though, like in a vacuum, right? In a vacuum, you're like, man, this should have been over like a month ago. Right? I mean, at least. Uh, yeah. I Well, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, we there are vacuum, first world countries that have effectively eliminated it, you know, <laughs> that had outbreaks. Well, I mean, because so, yeah. I mean, like, if it, it's like you, you think like virus, and I think that's the problem with what I think that was the problem with our leadership, honestly, at the beginning of this. Oh yeah, was I, that I you, agree you, you thought of it in a vacuum of like, oh, I mean. It's easy. It's a virus. So you just don't spread it and it fades away. Yeah. Uh, but the problem was that just the slow reaction time uh-huh. is what it caused was, it. Trump to... was downplaying it from the beginning. I do really lay the blame of a lot of the ongoing issues on Trump. I know it's easy to be like, Trump is the root of all evil. And, you know, I don't believe that. But in this case, I lay a ton of the blame on the way he talked about it early on. And then all these governors, um, usually, you know, all these Republican governors taking their lead from him and all these people like he made it a he made it a political issue, whether you were going to wear a mask or not. If he had gotten out there and been like, you know, when once the studies started to come out in the last couple months that showed how good masks are, were for preventing it, he should have gotten out there and said and, and basically backed up the CDC studies and and the ones around the world and started wearing a mask but no he doesn't want to wear a mask he you know so he is he's encouraging that politicizing of it so now as people have pointed out it's it's a political it's a sign of your political leanings whether you're wearing a mask or not and thank god for a lot of the the people that have come to their senses you know i don't want to just like throw all conservative republicans in with that cuz there are plenty of of, of people on that side that are being smart, you know, and being like, no, we need to wear masks. <laughs> the science is there. But I do genuinely believe that he is exacerbating the issue to many, many folds. And I, I just hope that, that there are enough people, American voters <laughs> that are thinking about that among all many other things when it comes to election day. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Nah, I think that's good. All right. Let's. I got uh, some three point five stuff here. Let's see. Uh, why won't scientists admit that oranges are the love child offspring of a strawberry lemon romance? I can't follow you. I can't follow you down that path. Do you think oranges taste like strawberries and lemons together? Uh, the, uh, it was just a red note. 
yellow oh, okay. font. Sorry, I, I read. I, I overanalyzed that one. <laughs> All I could think of was strawberry as as like classic red. Yeah, and whenever you're uh, whenever you're eating eating candy, strawberry is always the red or cherry. I guess I should have said cherry, cherry and lemon. Strawberry is often pink. Well, it depends. I, I yeah, I think cherry more oh, often. Right. You know, if there's cherry and strawberry, more often they give. A, oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I'm probably thinking about it's probably one of those things where I think that that's a common thing, but in reality, it's just like Skittles or something. And I've just decided that that's the common one. And Runtz is over here being like, "Hey, motherfucker!" I don't know. I feel like Runtz also has uh, pink strawberries. Probably, which is weird because strawberries are not even remotely close pink. They totally aren't, unless they're like unripe. But yeah, then they're not so good. And then they're then it'd be greenish and or yellowish, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, knitting, knitting kind of blows my mind. Like I probably would never be able to figure that out. <laughs> you mean like like if if someone kidnapped you and and like put all the tools in front of you but didn't tell you how? Well, I to mean, do think it? about it. Yeah, like you are literally taking string and connecting it together with yeah. nothing. Yeah. You are making, just by looping it. Yeah, you are making a large, planar object. I don't know how to describe, like a, a blanket, yeah. a large covering or, thing out of just a like shirt. one. Some... Yeah, <laughs> out of one out of a strand. It really, yeah, yeah. It, Again, the fact that it's, I feel like I you've, mean, been, you've been you've been crank getting into the ganja late night. But like, how did how did somebody come up with that? Right, like how did somebody figure out? If I take these two two things, these like two sticks, and I keep on doing this with this, I make something out of it. I like, bet you, and, and again, like I'm going to refer back to the uh, the the video of the guy that sits in the woods and like does ancient primal techniques to like build a hut and all that. I bet it started with people like finding long strands of grass and realizing that if they you know, had multiples of those together that was stronger than one, kind of the classic. Right, but, but how did they figure out to loop it? Like, how would you yeah. figure out yeah. to take, to, I mean, to use two, two, I, two sticks, I mean, because you didn't have needles. Right. But to use like two sticks, because it had to start off as sticks, right? I mean, yeah, it couldn't, it was, I mean, unless somebody crafted. No, like I, rods? I'm sure you're right. I'm or, sure I mean, they just like I'm sure they would go around and find like extra long, like extra straight long pieces of wood. But then to use that, like I just can't fathom the ingenuity to do. Like I couldn't. Like if I was stranded somewhere, I mean, I, the only reason I know how to do it or it, the concept of it is because it's a known thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's no way I would just be stumbling about and being like, you know what, I can just take these two sticks and fucking do this thing with this this with with this long either you know uh matt matt we're gonna we're gonna die of we're gonna freeze to death help us and you're like i got will get me some sticks and, and a lot of <laughs> a, a string of material i can do this guys i'm gonna save uh, this. <laughs> we would have had every night we would have had a dead animal that we would have been living in yeah <laughs> Yeah. Fucking Star Wars, uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, uh, smells bad on the outside. Yeah, uh, what, what the, it's warm, though. What is, tauntaun, what is yeah. the tauntaun? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we'd, we'd be pulling a tauntaun. We'd, we'd have to kill a new one every night, just like decimating the local <laughs> then, local then, fauna. Like, <laughs> somebody like somebody would come from from the from the big old city, and they'd be like, you know, you could just skin that thing right and make some clothing out of it, and I'd be like, oh, oh, wow, huh. Oh. He just it just pans out and it just shows a field of dead buffalo, <laughs> just They're rotting, just like just smelling, split open, flies everywhere. <laughs> yeah, even skinning animals. Like who? What? What? What was the first caveman that was like? You know, they were they were like they were doing that, right? They were like they're cold. They're in the north, I guess. You know, because that's where they were. And the, you know, what do you just you know they're caveman or whatever? They don't know. And so they're like li- killing animals, living in them, dying off, you know, only so many can fit. And then one guy was like, wait a minute, this, uh, this skin is kind of, they wouldn't even know what it is. Like this, this duffer is, sep- is it come off. I don't know. I'm trying to like, <laughs> well, and then, or come I, off. I don't get, <laughs> you know, think, and then like, wow, this. I can wear it. How does, how does a dead animal fur stay on an animal how does it how does that fur stay intact to a dead carcass sinew and and tissue like, i think but i'm like yeah. it's dead Tendons? like the the process but i'm saying like mm. once the animal is dead the the living capabilities of that that you think it would all die out like the fur would rot oh like it wouldn't exist anymore on the hide mm. like the leather itself, the hide, should be fine, but the fur, when you kill an animal, you f- I feel like it should just like f- start falling off, like well, rotting. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't have to tell you, Matt. You're kind of blowing my mind right now. I, <laughs> I mean, I know that fur is dead skin cells, skin cells, skin cells. So, you know, the fur is not going to rot, but, you know, you're, you're not wrong that, like, I don't know what keeps it from falling out. Uh, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I guess the hair doesn't just, it's beyond my scientific yeah, knowledge at this point, Matt. I don't, um, I would love again though. Like when I think about like really shitty superpowers, not sh- really shitty, but like when I think about specific superpowers or wishes, if I was a genie, one of the things I would like to be able to do would be able to like warp back in time to specific times. So I would love to like warp back and just observe the first extra smart caveman, that figured out knitting, you know, like watch them just observe and try to resist, you know, helping. Cause you know, you'd be like, Oh, if you just, mm, you're almost there, buddy, you're almost there. If you just, uh, if you just loop that, you know, I want to observe invisible or something intangible and well, invisible. Like I, I, I can't imagine fire was created by man first. Like it no, had to totally. be like a lightning storm, right? Yeah, absolutely. Lightning hit a tree. And then the people nearby were like, wow, this is warm. This is kind of great, you know? And then who, who knows how many thousands or hundreds of thousands of years passed before someone realized like, wait a minute, if I hold up this other wood to this, then I've got fire on my stick. You know, that guy definitely terrorized and became the king of his local people (laughs) hitting them with fire sticks. They, they've never been hit with fire sticks before. They're pretty calloused and could take a regular stick. Yeah. Th- this one, th- this one's hot. This is hot. Take that. Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, I'm you mentioned Iceland. On fire. I for, I forgot you mentioned Iceland. I did watch uh, Eurovision. 
Oh yeah. How was how was that? <laughs> I mean, it's how you expect a Will Ferrell comedy to be, I guess. Oh yeah. In the last decade, right? I can't remember the last time he was in a like a a good comedy or I I, I mean it's their standard comedy. I really like uh, Rachel McAdams though. I love mm, I do like some Rachel, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. I didn't realize she was in that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, back to some good 3.5. Uh, doesn't the enjoyment of sex point to being created by something? Like, I was thinking, like, to be stimulated from sex would mean that somebody put that there to for a reason to have sex outside of procreation. Like to me, no. like otherwise, otherwise, wouldn't we just have, wouldn't we just know we need to have, like we, we wouldn't need a sensation from it, mm. but, but I, I feel like because there is a sensation that that was, that was created as a, as a, for the benefit of, of the person. So no, um, it is. Well, like I was thinking, like, do animals get a sensation? So here's the deal. Like, an orgasm, you know, we think of it as being, like, quote-unquote, feeling good. But when you really think about it, it's not that – it's not like – it's it's so hard to explain. But, like, what it really is is it is a release – you know, it's a, it's a pent up. It's like when someone goes without having sex for a while, you know, that urge becomes stronger. It's an instinct is what it is. It's built into us, like the urge to release and it releases certain chemicals in our brain. And, and that's all explainable by evolution. So you take a set of animals and they have no, especially like dumb animals. That's the thing is so, yeah, I would bet that the orgasm quote unquote feels good for animals. But again, it's more like an instinctual drive. It's, it's like, it just drives them to do things. So you take a set of animals that don't have that. What is their motivation to procreate? They don't even have it. Their only motivation would be to survive, which is sort of built in. So then like an animal, like is born with this like need to fuck. And so that animal starts fucking and spreading their seed and all of their offspring, you know, carries on that gene of like needing to fuck. And then, you know, that is like evolved and evolved and, 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 and clarified and focused over the years to where you get to the modern sense and and it's where all of our sexual drives come from you know it's 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 why you know heterosexual you know it's why people that are attracted to women are often like attracted to big boobs and you know really round derrieres those are all like like a, a large set of boobs is indicates good uh um you know good feed for your offspring and like wide hips indicate that this per this female can make a lot of babies. Um, all of this is is evolutionary derived. So I don't I disagree with your premise that it it implies a a, a quote invisible hand of God. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, 
You could ejaculate without having a sensation. <laughs> you could. I mean, if anything, I would argue that because of the amount of sin that comes from, you know, religious perceived created sin uh, that comes from it, it would make more sense if God, like, turned that off for humans because we're smart enough to know that we need to do it to survive. So we don't need the drive to do it. We just know that we're supposed to do it. So if anything, it would go the other way and we wouldn't be so lustful. But, you know, of course the, the religious folks would tell us that God puts that there to tempt us. Cause we have no, the devil, the devil put us there. To oh, tempt us. the devil gave us orgasms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the title of my next uh, metal band. My, or my, no, uh, I'm going to say that psycho Billy punk. What is the difference between a beach towel and a bath towel? I think it's size. Mm-hmm, why don't say. we just use why don't we just use beach towels as bath towels? And fluffiness too. A good a good bath towel is, tends to be fluffier. I hate fluffy towels. Do you? No, oh, you'd hate my towels. Yeah, cuz cuz they don't they I feel like they don't they just wick water. They don't absorb water. Oh. Huh. I don't I don't like, ag- I want a good I, I want a good perception. cotton. Yeah. Nice cotton one that, that, that sucks up the water. Yeah, it should be cotton. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right about that. I mean, yeah, yeah, to, to suck it up. Yeah. No, I don't want it to be really like I'm difference. laying on like a throw rug. I mean, that and the fact that my bath towel is going to be, you know, probably monocolor. And my beach towel has like puppies wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Some kind of design on it. Yeah. Um. I saw a tweet about suicide prevention and someone saying suicide was a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And all I could think was the person has no fucking clue what those others are dealing with. I genuinely can't argue for or against suicide. And that kind of troubles me. It's not my place to push a viewpoint on someone and tell them things will get better when I have no idea. Like I, it, it, I agree entirely with you on this. I, 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 I don't want anybody to, to commit suicide, but honestly, it's not from my place to say, I can't make a promise of like, this is only temp. I mean, like, I don't know what situation you're in and I don't know whether or not the life is going to, your life is going to get better or worse mm-hmm. moving forward. I can't make that. I, I can't like, and th- that's, what's bad. That's what I hate about the whole suicide prevention thing is like it. Yes. It, it, it mean, it talks them, it talks a person out of it, but it doesn't, provide any other resources as far as I know of to help the person get better. I, I agree entirely. Now I will say that the premise of the whole, you know, temporary solution for a permanent problem. I think that's no permanent solution for a temporary problem. The other way around <laughs> is the, I mean, there is evidence. There's not just evidence. There's multiple studies and lots of evidence that indicates that when people commit suicide, it's almost always when they are at their lowest and, that they often come out of that place. And so there are lots of, there are tons of evidence and anecdotes from people that would say like, I was going to commit suicide, but it was not easy enough. Or, you know, like I was stopped. And then, you know, the next day or whenever I realized that I didn't want to do that. And so that's, 
you know, I'm not going to say that we shouldn't do suicide prevention because there is, yeah, there, and there, there, there is evidence that like, it is a good thing to stop someone in the moment, but I agree 100% and I get, I get annoyed when I see people like, you know, someone talks about feeling suicidal and everybody's like, Oh, don't do that. You know, people love you, you know, please, you know, I hope you get help and all this, like, in my opinion, I don't want to shit on that because like, it is a good thing to stop people from killing themselves, <laughs> yeah. but like, it's such a shallow, like, that's all you're doing is like telling someone they should well, kill themselves right now. Like it's almost if like, they have, I'd say to put it into perspective, it would be the same as me just tweeting hashtag black lives matters, but not doing anything, you know, not, not exactly. contributing whatsoever. Not doing like doing the work as they say, like doing something, you know, like, and, and that's the thing is like, I don't think it's bad for someone to tweet that, you know, it's important for people to take a stand that is taking a stand and it is, continuing to spread that kind of message and people will see someone do that and think like, Oh wow, this, you know, this person I respect or follow is doing this. That's going to, and that's going to change some minds or, 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 or add to it. But you're absolutely right. If that's all you're doing, you're really not doing a whole lot. So I, I, I will always have a problem with people that are all about like telling someone like, like there's a guy in China I've heard about there was a this American life segment about this years ago. He, he has basically made it his life's mission to sit on this bridge because of how many people would go to this bridge and jump off to kill themselves. And he sits there and he talks people down and, you know, it sounds like a great human interest story. It's hard not to say that this guy is not a hero. He's literally saved hundreds, if not at this point, thousands of lives, but you know, he talks them down and, you know, he's not going back with them to help them solve the issue in their life. It just it just feels I agree entirely, Matt. It feels I don't I can't even put a, a finger on it. But if you're going to tell someone don't kill yourself and then they're like, I'm in debt. Uh, my wife left me. I just don't want to deal with this life anymore. I think that a person should have the right to kill themselves. I definitely don't think. It's yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's it's such a it's such a weird thing, man. It's such a because like it is, it is. It's the extreme of getting out of a situation, uh, and you, I hope that people can find their way in the world. Um, but I also understand if you feel like you're not. You, if I also understand if you feel like you don't see how you could do that with your current, like in the current environment that you're in or something like, like I just, yeah. it, I just the like I don't know. It's just I, especially with all that's going on right now, and the um, you know I see a bunch of people tweeting about how you know how much money um, police are getting, you know, and people talking about how well you could easily split that money, you know, take some of that money and put it towards you know mental health. Uh, mm-hmm. helping people get housing, yep. uh, getting them out, you know, out of debt and all, and then seeing more about like, I saw tweets recently about there was some new drug that's coming out or something that's going to cost a lot of money, but it apparently only costs like $10 to make or something like that. And like, they were going to charge like $2,500 to, to, to get it. 
in the U.S. That is well, there's developmental costs that go into that kind of thing. Well, apparently, right. apparently, developmental costs were based on uh, taxpayer money. Like apparently, oh. they got some funding from from I don't know how I don't know, but this is all stuff that I and I'm just thinking about you know all this kind of stuff about capitalism and all that kind of stuff and how how we use money today and um it just it just really gets me down and out to think that you know rather than helping people helping these people that need the help you know we're just saying you know what you shouldn't you shouldn't do this you shouldn't kill yourself and that's it that's the that's the most we do for them and it's just really sad to think that that's that's a, that's the solution to suicide is just talking people out of it rather than you know, actually contributing to bettering their life. Um, but anyways, uh, would you rather square off against a lion on land or a shark in the water? Wow. That's a tough one. Uh, I actually think I would go with shark. Uh, my my gut instinct is like, well, I suck in the water, so at least on land, I feel like I would have you know my full faculties. But the reality is, you are the the lion is a is a perfect killing machine, and it will overpower you. Um, yeah. It's probably not going to give up from a few kicks that you might get in. It's going to go for your throat. It's probably, it's probably just going to rip your leg off or something. Like, right. <laughs> Sharks, on the other hand, there's not a lot of like fighting back of sea life. And from my understanding of what I've learned about sharks is you boop them in the snoot and they go, what the fuck? Fuck this thing. You know, (laughs) I thought I was going to roll up, take a bite, wait on it to bleed out and then eat this. So, I mean, assuming I know where the shark is and and can track it. I think I could I don't know. try booping it a little bit. and I don't like water. Yeah, no, trust me. I don't either. I don't like the idea of this, Matt. But ultimately, I'm going to press the button for shark and take my chances there. <laughs> <laughs> I really do think a lion would fuck me up. I think I think either way, you're just fucked. I just think oh, there's a no good matter chance, your yeah. choice there. Totally. Uh, I'm, I'm especially, definitely like, taking my best shot here. Especially if, if you know, like you're not going to get out of the situation for like an hour, Mm. you know, like if you, if you had to be just out in the ocean, in the middle of nowhere for like an hour or like the Savannah or whatever for an hour, like either way, you're probably fucked. Like I couldn't, I just, I don't even, Oh God, just the thought of being in out in the middle of the ocean with like not being, Oh, Oh. We've well, like the, like, like, like the story that the sailor tells in uh, in Jaws, right? Where his World War II ship sinks in the middle of the Pacific and the sharks show up and start picking him off. Mm. I just, just water, man. Just 238 like dark. men went in the water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Especially uh, at night. Um, at night. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean... If sharks can if, if sharks can smell pee, I'm dead for for real. Uh, <laughs> watching watching some professional sportscasters doing live streams and they have the worst audio. Buy a goddamn Yeti mic, like, like I just <laughs> and, you know, this is like, a nightmare you know, world for Matt. Like it was just like I was like watching YouTube and I saw like ESPN 
live thing come up or something, or like in a, no, it was NFL. And uh, like a couple of the casters on there, like and their job, you know, is to do, you know, normal television stuff. And all I can think is like, you're recording on like an iPhone mic or some shit or like your laptop mic. Like just order, order offline, just, you know, or reach out to your network's PA department. I'm sure they have one. Yeah. And be like, hey, do you have something to rec- or like, can you send me something like, just, come on. I mean, like you should have had that like a month or two ago in, in this current climate. Like, um, do you think you could ever be be one of those ow people at a concert <laughs> i have i have been one of those people oh okay like after a really good performance yeah i try to give out a little ow well i mean like during the performance could you do it uh you know, no, I, do, I, like, no you know? I don't like to interrupt the no well yeah. no yeah i guess during like a particularly good like if i think I've, i think i've done that yeah think of it it really uh, hurts like it's not something i definitely don't throw a lot of those out like you really gotta you gotta them, belt they out be lucky you know they're lucky they get the ow yeah from me right you know i mean uh if you were to write a theme song for america well i guess this goes with what we've been talking about if you were to write a theme song for america that dealt with 2020 news think about how awful it would be Oh man, like the uh, like rewrite. We didn't start the fire, but listing all the <laughs> shitty things that have happened. I, mean, just, I don't know. Uh, a true conservationist would not own a toilet, right? And they would just use their waste as fertilizer, right? Yeah, although I I think there's something to do with like what we put in. Well, I suppose if they kept the clean, if they kept what was going into their body clean, it should be okay. I was thinking there was something about human waste that makes it not good for that, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You would definitely, or if nothing else, you would, you would have like a hole, you know, like a, like an outhouse with a hole. God, can you imagine back in the day, people dealing with outhouses? I mean, mean, they have any, what's up? It's essentially a porta potty. Well, yeah, but like a porta potty, eventually it's portable, right? Like those are going to get, yeah, they get drained too. I'm I'm thinking like an outhouse with a hole in the ground, and that's just there. All of the old feces. Every time you go in, it's well, probably full of flies and shit. Probably and shit. what you would, uh, what I would have done was I would have built the outhouse, uh, to where it could be, you know, at least picked up and moved to a degree. Uh, maybe I would have like seen if I could have put it on like some wagon wheels or something, perhaps. <laughs> it's actually uh, a good idea because then like every two weeks or however long you could kind of bury the previous excrement, dig a new hole, move it over. Uh, and then, but I was also thinking like, I would probably also leave a shovel in there so they could just take some dirt and cover it up. Mm. So the hole would gradually, that's why you would have it on wheels. So you could then move it to a new location, like to the side or to, you know, somewhere, somewhere else where another hole has been dealt. And then you would just constantly be shifting holes. And then, you know, once one hole fills up, you'd move it to a new hole, but then you would come back and redig that hole and like take that somewhere else, like out into the woods or something, or maybe you would use it, which brings me to my next thing is, could you ever see yourself eating vegetables grown from a garden with human waste? Why does the side of that bother while animal waste doesn't? 
That's a good question. I think that I mean I'm pretty um is utilitarian the word? I'm pretty I'm pretty pretty logical when it comes to that kind of thing. Like, yeah, I don't want the vegetables grown in the shit the human waste garden, but you know, I'm pretty sure I could get around it if that's what we had. I don't think yeah. I don't think it would I think ultimately the logical side of my brain would take over and be like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> as long as, you know, it's it's, it's heavily washed. <laughs> Uh, last thing I never understood the term criminal justice reform like is that good or bad reform means change right so it's all perspective of the reform that's taking place so reform it doesn't just mean change generally reform the, the definition includes an improvement so change for improvement is is built into that word but that doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, like... Criminal justice change for improvement. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like, improvement is perspective. Oh, well, you're... you're yeah. I mean, it's definitely... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not so wrong. Like, so, like, yeah. So, like, one person would say, we need criminal justice reform. And then, you know, the other person should come back with, what does that look like? <laughs> well, the other person's like, yeah, we do. And then they come up with two totally opposite things. right? And you're like... I don't understand this terminology because well, reform is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't. That's what I'm saying. But but it seems like everybody's got a. It seems like everybody's got a a certain view of criminal justice reform. Well, look at it, and I'm saying like, but that shouldn't be because the term reform (laughs) is perspective. Like, I don't know why we've made it so that a terminology has only one one path. I mean, I got bad news for you because there's another word in there. That you could look at that justice. the same way. Justice, exactly. Like there are definitely big disagreements about what justice is, but we still are able to use the term criminal justice. You know, words don't work. The word still has the same meaning, even though if what what that looks like is different between people. Ooh, that's all I had. I'm done. Okay. Matt's, Matt's tired. Oh, we'll take a nap after this. <laughs> Multap down. Um, uh, I don't think. No, we didn't get no emails. Um, anything we're talking about from Twitter? No, I don't think so. All right. Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, if you like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at outlandishcast. You can follow me at outlandishmat. Follow Justin at outlandishbeats. You can follow Jeremy at outlandishjare. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 427 of Outlandish Podcast. Uh, we'll be recording a couple more weeks after this probably. And yeah, that's that's all I got. Hey, uh, whatever happened to Slay the Spire? Did you give up on that? Oh, no, that's definitely my bedtime game. And, like, okay. just when I want to just lay down and maybe, like, if I'm going to take a nap or I think I'm going to take a nap, I'll usually lay down listening to a podcast, play a little bit, and then eventually get sleepy and take a nap. Same thing for going to bed. But, no. Yeah, all, all I'm doing at this point is uh, they have a mode called the Daily Challenge where they come up with, it's not random per se, but, like, for example, like, I'm playing one now where it's where it's like your deck is made up of all the classes, types of cards and 
uh, elites appear more often, but they give you an extra artifact when you kill one and some other little factors. So it's like a fun little way to tackle a run and it changes every day. So that's, that's pretty daily fun. challenges basically. Yeah. It's, it's a daily challenge exactly with like a certain set. So that's just kind of, I mean, it's very autopilot, you know, it's not like I'm actively trying to accomplish anything. It's just, I enjoy the, I enjoy playing that game with little, little alterations like that. I do. I, I do wish that I liked it on the computer because there are so many interesting mods, like the one that you retweeted the other day where oh, you're, you play yeah, where you play as the villain and, and things are attacking you like that. That looks really cool. I know that there's all kind like tons of interesting mods. I just, I don't want to play that game on my computer. <laughs> it's not yeah, where I want to play it. Uh, uh, they have like a poker one or something like that, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that, or spades or something. Something I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I loaded it up on my computer again, and I played through it a couple of times. I was just like, I just don't see me never losing. So I was like, I'm just done with this again. What? Like, no, I mean like, uh, sorry, I was in the endless mode. Oh, or whatever. Oh, right. You and you, you like, you're you're fully aware of like the you know the the quote unquote best yeah. deck, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, I've just I've just like made myself infinite where I can beat right. him in one turn, uh, and I'm right. always getting to go first. So it's like, I mean, I guess eventually they would keep on putting negatives, or they would keep making people more stronger and stronger, and until str- where I would eventually hit the one where I can't play enough cards to do enough damage. So it'd be like, okay, what's the, what's the point then of that? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It just I don't know. I. I worry that I would want, I, I don't like playing puzzles where they're randomly generated because that doesn't mean there's always a solution. If that makes sense. Yeah. And see, that's why I like those kinds of things is because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. I like trying to figure out if I can beat something. Well, and I, not, I like, and not I like knowing know, that I can, if that makes sense. Well, see, that's what I don't like. I don't like, sure. I don't like, totally understand. I like to know because it helps me correct that thinking later on, you know, like right. I can't know what I did wrong. If I, if I know there's a solution to it, then I can know what I did wrong. Whereas if I don't know there's a solution, I guess I could look up on like YouTube or something to see if anybody beat it for that day. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would worry that. You know, I don't know that there's not, a, and like <clears throat> recently with Ark Knights, they did a, uh, they did a thing called contingency contracts. And it was basically, uh, you had these certain rules that would apply to the game, to this level right. and you could either add them or subtract them or whatever. And like, um, but it got to the point where I was all like, I don't, I mean, like you would have to spend a lot of money to beat certain levels and stuff is like, no, I'm not going to, you'd have to commit a lot of resources to do it uh, and get really lucky. And it was just all like, I don't like this play mode. I don't like, I don't, I don't like being forced into doing something a certain way, you know? Right. So, uh, but anyways, uh, all right. Thanks for this episode 427. We'll catch you in 428. Bye. Bye. Let me play the outro here. Where is it? There you go. Say, Thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.